Welcome to the Ideas That Change the World podcast with Rabbi Manus Friedman, where we make sure your life will be changed for the better, one idea at a time. Rabbi Friedman is the number one voice of clarity on moral and social issues. So what are we waiting for? Let's go change the world. People, we have such a beautiful portion of the Torah this week. Mm-hmm. It's so personal, the way Moshe is describing God and the relationship Oh, it's just amazing. So one of the powerful things that we have in this, uh, in this week's Torah portion, Moshe is inspiring the people and he's telling them that there is a covenant that God is making with them. And he reminds them of all the things that God did for them. But then the conclusion is not, you owe him. The conclusion is, after all he invested in this relationship, he cannot let it go. So whether you're good or bad, he's going he's gonna to stick with it anyway, because he cannot let it go. And therefore, he is asking that we cooperate with him because to him, the relationship is permanent. It cannot be any other way. And and the Gemara, Rashi quotes it, actually says it can't be any other way. He cannot be without his people. Also, interestingly, the wording that describes the end of days. Which means God will return all of your exiled people, all of your um, prisoners in other countries, they will all return to the Holy Land. But grammatically, it says Vishov when it should say, v'yoshuv, God will return you. V'shov means he will return. From this, the sages learn that when Jews are in exile, God is in exile, the whole world is in exile. So to come out of exile, God has to come out too. That's why it says, God will come out of exile with you. The interesting thing is, in the wording in Rashi, he uses the word, so the expression, so to speak. He says, God is in exile with you, so to speak. Like it can't be literal, can it? Can God literally be in exile? But it's, you know, it's an expression, so to speak. But then he goes on to say, it is not easy to take people out of exile after 2000 years. 
or like the expression, you can take the Jew out of Egypt, but how do you get the Egypt out of the Jew? <laughs> it's not easy. So it goes on to say, in order to take the Jews out of exile after 2000 years, he's going to literally, this is his wording, he's going to literally have to take us by the hand individually and drag us out. <laughs> so all of a sudden it's literal. He has to take us by the hand. That's literal. Interesting what, uh, how we're supposed to understand this. He's going to take us, he's going to come out of exile with us, but that's just a manner of speaking. But he will take us by the hand, that, oh, that's literal. Interesting uh, distinction. I think the explanation, when it says, so to speak, it doesn't mean that it's not literal. It means just don't make the mistake of thinking that it's equal. God is in exile with you. That's literal. But you might think that he is as much in exile as you. No. He is much more in exile than you. Because exile means not in your natural place. What is the natural place for a Jew? There's really no natural place. God wants us to be in Israel, the land of Israel for the people of Israel. Okay. That doesn't mean that's our natural place. That's the preferred place, the designated place. But when the world is not what God wants it to be, that's not natural. So when God is in exile, meaning his world is not welcoming to him, that's a much worse exile than our exile. So when it says, so to speak, it doesn't mean don't take it literally. It's literal. It's just not equal. His exile is much worse than ours. Because everything about him is bigger, greater, deeper, infinite. So don't compare his exile to yours or yours to his. But yes, he is literally in exile. Otherwise, Torah wouldn't say it. So he takes you by the hand. See, there it doesn't say, so to speak. There he says, actually, because there we're equal. When he takes us by the hand, then we go together. He doesn't go faster. We don't go slower. If you're taking me by the hand, I have to go as fast as you. <laughs> I think that resolves the... Uh, seeming contradictions. But the bottom line is this. The trust, the confidence, the absolute certainty that the world is becoming more godly doesn't come from our own assessment. 
you know, you look at the news, you look at what's happening, fires and earthquakes, and aside from human misbehavior, something, something awesome is going on. And if we look at it with our own eyes, it could be discouraging. The world is becoming godlier. It's such a big mess. The reason we're so confident that it must be moving in the right direction is because God needs it to move in that direction. So it must be happening. Not that we deserve it or we want it or we demand that the world become perfect. But because he demands it, he wants it more, infinitely more than we do. So you can be sure we are moving in a good direction. But we need to participate, not be spectators.